This is the Less Surprised Podcast. I, I think sometimes I'm just a documentary maker. Instead of using film or photography or doing an autobiography, I'm doing it in paint, a painted form. Avert Plough is recognised as one of Australia's foremost realist portrait and figurative artists, with seven major works currently in the National Portrait Gallery in Canberra. Due to lockdown restrictions, we couldn't meet in person, but we were able to debrief over the phone. Avert spoke to us from his house on the northern beaches of Sydney. Well, I, I love the National Portrait Gallery and I think it's fantastic that children go down there and paintings can sometimes be very inspirational um, because it's not always spelling out exactly who this person is. There's an element of you have to fill in the gaps and I think that that's special. So tell me about who you've captured for this year's Leicester Prize. I painted a portrait of Anne Schofield, a Sydney antique jewellery dealer. She's so incredibly stylish and uh, classic and there's just something kind of about her. There's a sort of presence. Mm. And then when you go into um, the jewellery shop, you see all those kind of pieces. It was just something I kind of thought, oh, for sure, how can I make that happen? Yeah, Anne definitely has a great kind of story and in particular the actual jewellery pieces, Mm -hmm. they've also got these stories because they're not recent, they're not necessarily contemporary pieces, they're all antique kind of jewellery. So each one of them has their own little narrative, their own little story, like the big cameo one. It's It's the one sort of like of the Greek kind of Roman head. That goes back to the um, 1790s. Wow. It's one of the first pieces that she actually bought and she had it, there's a little story to it. She bought it, she had it on a, uh, for X amount of years and then um, they, the, they were robbed. The house was broken into and that piece was stolen. A number of years later, they were just, she bought it at Lawson's, but they were sitting there having a coffee. Out the corner of her eye, she saw this piece kind of go past her on someone's hand. Because it's so unique, and it's just the one and only, and they had all the police records, eventually she kind of actually got it back. It's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it is quite big and striking, but to to have it gone for X amount of years and then just to see it at the corner of your eye, yeah. But it's, it's all sort of in this book that she wrote about. Um, it's called Jules on Queen, yeah. That's such a good story. What's your favourite part of the portrait within Anne of a Thousand Earrings? Oh, I think, I think it's the hands, just those yes. hands going to the to the jewellery and I like how it's kind of layered, like where the viewer, then we sort of get a glimpse of the back of her head, then there's the layering of the actual mirror, there's there's that kind of plane and then eventually you go in and see her and because she's sort of, in a sense, looking at herself, 
which is not looking back at you. I, I, I notice that sometimes when you do not have the actual eye contact, you feel as though you go closer to the person, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. She just seems to be off thinking about the jewellery and thinking about those things rather than staring straight back at you. So you can go a little bit further to sort of think, well, what is she thinking? And I can now go and examine without yeah. her mm-hmm. staring back at me in that kind of way. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, it's definitely the hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, maybe even the, the size. I quite like the size of it. I think it needed a sense of scale. What did Anne or perhaps her family members say when they saw it? Oh, I think I think sometimes it's not what someone says. It's sometimes when you, it's unveiled or um, they've seen it or et cetera, that it's almost they get a bit emotional about it, even the viewer or the subject or the subject's wife, et cetera. They just kind of can't even articulate. They, they just sort of say something like, yes, you've, You've 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 captured him or you've captured her, and they kind of swelled up a little bit. Then you kind of think, oh, I must have gone a little bit further than just being pictorial about it. Like, oh, I've got you know every single hair on their eyebrow. You know that I must have got something, some other kind of warmth or energy. There you go. Yep. Avid is clearly a consummate portrait artist in full control of technique and subject matter. I love the warmth in his voice discussing his sitter Anne. Anne of a thousand earrings. You've been listening to the Lester Prize podcast, produced by Tom Allen at Barking Wolf. A very big thanks to all our 2021 artists. For more information on exhibitions and sponsorship, head to lesterprize.com.